Good morning, Buffalo. I am your host and radio personality, Ari Nicole. And I am Kyle S. I would be your third voice, Brian Dudeman. Buffalo, we have just one question for you. Are you up? I know that I am. We know what you might be thinking. What exactly is the Buffalo You Up podcast? Buffalo You Up podcast is a weekly episodic series where we examine the Buffalo culture. We bring on Buffalo artists. These artists can either be writers, poets, musicians, audio designers. Basically, if you're a Buffalo artist in any capacity, we bring you on and we discuss what products you have going on that we try to help make Buffalo a more creative, unique, interesting area for everybody to collaborate with each other in. We feel like there's a lot of talented Buffalo artists out there who are slaving away and haven't gotten their true 30 minutes of fame yet. We want to help them be discovered and get to their destination. So we bring them on this podcast to help them promote their work and let everyone know where they can be seen. So without further ado, I am your third voice, Brian Dudeman. I'm Ari. I'm Kyle. And welcome to the Buffalo You Up podcast. Good morning, Buffalo. You are listening to the Buffalo You Up podcast. I am your host and podcast personality, Ari Nicole. Hey, Dudeman, you up? Ari, I am always up. Kyle, are you up? I am, and I actually came across a sticker from the pile of stickers that I obtained recently uh, that are going on the wall. They're not mine. For the Gorilla's Plastic Beach album. And all I have to say is uh, Dave Duchovnik, if you remember him, he burned me Piper at the Gates of Dawn, and he gave it to me in this album cover. Just remind me again which stickers you want, so that way I can order a second pair, so that way I can make sure you have your own. I don't believe He already pulled them out of yeah, that's why I said I think there, I think there are a Weezer, uh, Blue Album, and Doors, LA Woman. Do you either? Um, I have Regina Spector, Loveology. I like that answer. Today's answer. guest is a special guest because we have recently met performing a murder mystery on the Arcade and Attica Railroad, which just had a wonderful performance over the recent weekend. Oh, that was great fun. We have Jeremy Raymore here. Jeremy, say hello. Hello. Hi. It's great to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited. This all came together so quickly. Yes, thank you for joining us last minute. We really do appreciate it. So, Jeremy, the way we we introduce our guests, we ask them what uh what their titles are. So, for those listeners out th- out there who have no idea who you are, how would you describe yourself? Like, what titles would you give yourself? How would I describe myself? Oof, Jack of all trades extraordinaire. No, I can't do that. So I am a singer, I'm a songwriter, I'm a composer, arranger, actor, soon to be writer. Um, let's see, I am a D&D dungeon master, I am a part-time cosplayer, and I'm a tarot reader and a practicing spiritualist. So those are big parts of my identity. Oh, and a linguist. I'm gonna be a polyglot someday. Ari, what is what is our first segment of the of the uh, morning? I guess it's morning now. So we like to start off our podcast by answering some fan mail. We get letters sent in to us via our Facebook at the Buffalo You Up podcast or our Instagram, Buffalo You Up. We haven't figured out the Twitter yet, but we don't really care about that. So if our Listeners, have any questions for our guests, do send them in to us again via Facebook at Buffalo You Up Podcast or via Instagram at Buffalo You Up. 
we'd love to read your questions on the air. So, Jeremy, we have some questions to ask you from our fans. And I believe Kyle's got the first question. Tony from North Tonawanda would like to know, how hard is it to read tarot cards? Ah, yes. I figured that'd be the most interesting thing because it's a little bit of a, not too many people are out and about. Especially, you know, in the music scene, you know, you don't, jump into a music podcast and then go, oh, by the way, I'm a tarot reader. Um, how hard is it to, to read the tarot? That's a good question because there are so many different approaches to reading the tarot. And I think as much as it's difficult to qualify like what the best tarot reader is, I think one of the best tarot practices is to bring them all together. The tarot requires a bit of study, but it also requires a lot of intuition. And so if you don't know, tarot cards are 78 different cards that deal with all the human archetypes. So studying those cards is important, but also just living your life is important. Um, I'm constantly evolving as a tarot reader as I evolve as a person. I can attribute more experiences to those experiences of the cards, and I just become a better reader by being a better person, you know? So is it hard to read tarot cards? That really depends. How much can you connect to it? If you're a person who likes to connect various aspects of your life together, I find it's a lot easier. Jeremy, this question here comes from Polly. Polly is listening to us in Pittsburgh. And Polly asks, so do you prefer to perform in theater productions when they are musicals or are you more of a straight play kind of guy if i had to choose a preference it would be musicals but they are two different beasts you know one is just an entirely different experience than the other i feel like with plays you know with any kind of theatrical work you're going to be presenting things with a mix of fact and metaphor of straight truth and kind of extrapolated ideas but i feel like with musicals you get more of that esoteric like oh we're getting more of the message here you know maybe the characters aren't really breaking out into song but we're getting a closer look at their emotions so they are two different beasts um i've done plays i've done musicals do i prefer musicals yes but that's only because i really love to sing i also love plays just as much just like the play that i'm in right now so i have a question this come this comes from Trevor. Trevor is from New York. He's part of a comedy troupe. Um he says he's a sketch comedy guy. He's been on TV for a couple of years, so you probably don't know Trevor. Maybe you do. But he wants to know, you can see spirits since you're a tarot card guy, and he wants to know, are there invisible ghosts using my head as a tea bag right now? Um, yes. I just I I hate to be the one to break it to you, but yeah, unfortunately. No. So uh, a lot of people who aren't familiar with this scene, who aren't familiar with paganism, spiritualism, etc. I'm taking this question and making it a serious thing. Uh, people, who, people who aren't familiar with the scene kind of lump it all in together, but there's so many different sects. Um, sects, not sex. But So that more falls along the line of mediumship. Um, I don't delve into that realm so much. Tarot reading is my fort, if you will. But if that answers your question. So there are ghosts using my head as a tea bag. thank you so much for being honest with me man at least i know now kyle you have the next question uh in our in our last uh in our last episode i had asked a, a question for myself i'm gonna do the same thing to you so you said you like to sing or you're a singer could you belt something out for me could you acapella it sue me sue me what can you do me i love you give a holler and hate me hate me go ahead hate me i love you all right already i'm just an old good nick all right already it's true 
So ru, so sue me, sue me. What can you do me? I love you. Can we remember that? That was from tenth grade. Nathan Detroit, guys and dolls. This question comes in from another Jeremy. Unless you happen to have written this question before you got here. (laughs) There can only be one. (laughs) And uh, Jeremy via Facebook asks, how do you handle being on stage? Do you get nervous? A great question. Um, This past semester, I was in a performance on the edge class. So I go to UB, a little bit of backstory. I go to University at Buffalo. I'm a double major in linguistics and music. And I'm not a performance major. I actually prefer the composition side of things. But as a musician, I love to perform. I would have to say that performing gives me the most anxiety I've ever experienced in my life tenfold, period, full stop. So why do I do it? Because it's fulfilling and it allows me to express myself. Now, how do I deal with my anxiety? I learned a lot this past semester in this performance class. Huge focus on the breath. Your breath is so powerful and you don't realize it. You know, your parasympathetic nervous system, your sympathetic nervous system, that is all influenced by how you're breathing. I learned recently if you do a lot of chest breathing, you're going to amp yourself up. If you do a lot of belly breathing, you'll calm yourself down. So, like, I just had a performance in front of, I don't know, maybe like 500 people this summer. And it was crazy. I was, like, tweaking out of my own mind. I was just like, no, I need to breathe. And I was breathing for a solid 10 minutes before I went on stage. I walked on stage. I had the hit of anxiety. I took my next breath and I was lucid. So if I could give one tip to deal with anxiety, your breath is the most important thing you're going to have. It's a focuser, it's a calmer, or it's an exciter if you need it to be. Guys, I hate to be that dude, man, but it is time for us to take our break. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Buffalo UL Podcast. Keep it locked here. Buffalo residents, Karen here. Do you know what stresses us Karens out the most? Bad service. (laughs) Oh yes, we hate it when we visit a sales store, we see an old senile grandmother who should have died years ago pay for their $3 milk cartons with pennies and force us to wait five minutes out of our nagging intrusive lives. (laughs) And then when these old bats Crib keepers leave. They slime their way out of the door and then we have to deal with the sales associates themselves. Mm-mm. The thesis papers I can write about the service industry. So these messy, greasy-haired 20-year-old stoners <laughs> with their glazed-over eyes have the nerve after making us wait for five minutes. Ask, how may he help me? <laughs> Being a clerk isn't that hard, but finding the right one apparently is. Do you know what us Karens should do about it? We should start a petition to ban these walking corpses from shopping at our local grocery stores. No, wait, bigger. We should uh, create an all-proud mother's service. PMS, all of us. 35-year-old mothers have problems that our worthless husbands can't help us fix? Sure, all of us Karens are impatient, bitter, resentful, and awful to sales associates, but is it really their fault? The customer is always right. Yes, we 
are. <laughs> and that's why PMS is here. We need to take control and take over the world. Now who's with me? Yes! Let's crash our son's parties and tell them how our day was. Let's boogie like it's 2002. Let's nag our sons till they leave the house when they're 15. Let's abolish alcohol and make our husbands pay attention to us. Oh! We have recently just gotten new haircuts, but have our husbands noticed yet? No! No? <laughs> Let's turn off their sports channel. Let's force them to watch Lifetime, Karen's Unite. Let's put the care back in Karen. That's PMS for women who have nothing better to do. And we are back, my friends. You are listening to the Buffalo You a podcast. That last ad was written by me, but uh, performed by Modell Clarice. An amazing talent. I can't wait to have her on the You a podcast exclusive. Shh. But right now we're here with Jeremy. Um, so we are back with Jeremy. Jeremy, you know, after we do the round of questions, uh, we have another segment. What, what, what segment is that, Ari? Well, we actually didn't get to uh, give Jeremy an opportunity to ask one of us a question. So, Jeremy, you can pick any one of the three of us and ask any one of us any question of your choice. All right. So there's some eliminations here because, Ari, I'm in a show with you. So if I want to ask you a question, I probably have already asked it. Or you can ask me next week. Or I could. Uh, Kyle, I, yeah, you're not going to get a question because I know that you were picked on last episode. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I knew Alice I, I could, I could ask you how many walls you've punched this week. Uh, they never stand a chance. Drywall never stands a chance when I'm around. Especially That's if i got a big old thing of monster in my system. Yeah, I knocked down the original set. We had to put this up. Yeah. I got really angry. Um, so... Obviously, the the last person that I could ask is Dude Man, and so I I think that I just have to throw your karma back at you, and I have to ask you, what's your favorite favorite song from the Brony fandom? There's two from the actual Brony community that we've made. Uh, my favorite is uh, there's this guy called um, Animated James. So Animated James is a animator, and he does really awesome animation on YouTube. So he has this really awesome cover from Michelle Kreiber and Black Griffin, and they do a cover of Beat It by Michael Jackson, but they like do their cover of it. Oh, my God, it's so good. And the, like, the animation he does, he has like the actual real brony, like, uh, ponies there, but he also has like animation from like the brony community itself. So they meet together in this like super mashup. It's like, if you're a brony, you, you, you'll love it. But that is the brony community. As far as the show itself, the state aria from the Cantalette wedding from part one and two would be my favorite from the show. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's like almost like 90s Disney film song animated. It's like, it's almost as, it's almost as good as like something from Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast. It's that good. And that's one of my favorite episodes. Like if they made that a full movie, it's almost as good as the Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast. It's that good. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I would definitely check out this day, Aria. But thank you for that. I, I was always more of a Fantasia fan. 
But anyway, our next segment we like to call Where to Find Me. And that's where we ask our guests about everything they have going on in the community, whether it be live performances or things going on online. Let us know where we can find your websites. Let us know if we can get tickets to any of your upcoming shows. Tell us what you've got going on and where we can find you. So right now, as far as music goes, I am an up-and-coming musician, okay? Um, I'm doing a lot of studying right now, a lot of studying at UB. That being said, the past few semesters, I've been performing with uh, University at Buffalo's Chamber Choir, or not Chamber Choir, sorry, that's a that's a separate thing, um, UB Choir. The Chamber Choir is another small group of singers that, you know, all these names, there's just so many choirs, um, but they're another small group of singers that I also would love to promote to this podcast. Um, UB just has a great musical community. You know, um, Professor Claudia Brown and Professor Tiffany DeMichelle, they're great vocal teachers, and they're so wonderful. So yeah, if you want to do music, you want to stay in the area, go to UB. So that's my plug there. The other thing is I am in a play. Who would have known? I am actually in a play. You probably haven't heard of it, especially if you've been listening to this podcast. It's kind of insulated from the outside world, you know, so you probably haven't heard anything but what these guys have been telling you. But It's called uh, Deadly Delights, and it was written by a, a Mr. Matt Bannister, or Batmanister, as yeah, Ari likes yeah, to say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's a murder mystery dinner theater comedy on the Arcade and Attica Railroad. Fun backstory. I was called to do this play because my cousin, who knows Matt, sent me the post calling for auditions, and I was like, wait, it's a murder mystery on the Arcade Datica Railroad? What did I just do five years ago? So it was actually another play called The Grand Scenic Route, which is based on the local Arcade New York history on that same uh, train. So it was just super fun getting that opportunity to revisit the old stage and be back in a part of that. So that's happening. Uh, Let's see. In the near future, so I've just, uh, I moved to Buffalo like two years ago. I was born in Buffalo, moved away, came back, going to UB. So I'm getting myself situated. So like I was telling these guys, I just got a piano, I just got a guitar, I'm going to get some recording equipment set up, and I'm going to develop my musicianship over the coming year. So, so far on the web, not too big of a presence, but you can find me. Um, you can find me at Don't Just Be Jeremy with a single B, not B-E, so Don't Just Be Jeremy at Twitter, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, Instagram, you can find me at jmore underscore. I also have a Tumblr. Don't just be Jeremy on Tumblr as well. Um, now, my Facebook page has a different purpose. So my Facebook page is actually Tarot by J because, as we've been talking about, I am a tarot reader. I've been reading tarot for 10 years. My mom is a pagan. I was raised in a mixed-faith household. So that's something that I would also like to plug because I'm trying to expand my tarot business here in Buffalo. Tarot business. Practice. I'm intrigued. So your mother is also a pagan, and that's also how you were raised. Yes. My dad was a Roman Catholic, my mom was a pagan, and I was interesting. (laughs) It was very nice, actually, because my parents, they do love each other, and they're committed to each other. So the, the stark differences in their religions just mellowed out into a very spiritually calm and accepting household, where you can practice or be whatever faith you want and just understand that you're accepted. So that, that is, it's been a growing part of my life recently, and uh, I've been trying to reach out more, and I've been trying to connect people. You know, one thing that I'm going to plug actually right now is I actually know a lot of younger pagans, Wiccans, self-described witches, people who have a lot of spiritual practices. I know a lot of these people who don't know each other, and I've been thinking to myself recently, you know, 
I sort of have a platform and I have a place to connect these people together and to connect the older generation to the younger generation. You know, Buffalo does have its share of pagan events, but I would love to bring people together. And this being an art and music podcast, it's super relevant because the art and music in the pagan community is just proliferating everywhere. It's so great. It's so great. I actually plan to compose um, a set of winter ballads. You know, there's a bunch of Christmas carols. Why can't there be pagan carols? Why can't there be Yuletide songs? So I plan on composing that someday once I get my degree and have a bit more composition experience so that I can make it the way that I'm envisioning it. Oof. It looks like we hit that 20-minute mark. It looks like we have to take another ad. We'll be right back, guys. You'll listen to the Buffalo Yo podcast. Keep it locked. You'll hear more with our guest of the episode, Jeremy. Thank you. Good morning, Buffalo. Charlie here. That's right, the same Charlie from all chucks. (laughs) Now let me level with you, Buffalo. Shh. Do you hate the feeling you get when you toss your food? That guilt trip and death glare your family gives you when you go out to eat and you ask for a doggy bag, but we both know you don't actually intend on eating it when you walk out that door. Felicia, that's a lot of money your parents spent on you to take you out and feed you. You aren't going to finish that greasy double quarter burger you felt like ordering in half of those curly fries. What a pity. Felicia, if you are like me and you don't like feeling like dirt for throwing away your food, you should come on down to Aw Chucks. That's right. Here at Aw Chucks, we recycle food and serve it to the next customer. Here at Aw Chucks, we only believe in three things when it comes to our service. That's recycling, repacking, and rewarding off your weak stomach. The way our service works is as soon as you feel full and you feel like you can't take another bite, simply take your plate back to the kitchen. It's right across from one of our bathrooms. Give it to one of our cooks. Ask for Garrett. And Garrett will heat up your food scraps in the microwave for five minutes and have it ready for the next customer. That's right. Here at All Chucks, we don't believe in good quality food. We believe in quantity. Come down to All Chucks. We have half-melted ice cream, a quarter leg of somebody's lobster, and backwash soup and soda. That service you won't find anywhere else. Come on down to All Chucks. Bring the whole family. We'll be waiting. All right, well, I've already discussed pretty much all my projects in education in detail, but there is one thing that I would like to do. I brought one of my favorite tarot decks with me today, and I would like to give a reading on air, if that's okay with you all. I would love that. So I've been considering I could read the audience, or I could read one of you, or what do you think? Do you have any questions for me that you'd like the magical, mystical tarot? No. To answer? I know that you do past, present, and future. That is correct. So I would like you to do one for our podcast and see what our you know what we what, how maybe the past could be like how this came about you know presence like what we're doing now and what we're going to be doing in the future like what guests what may we have in the future you know what kind of things are going to happen in the future for us will we be successful with this will people actually commute with each other what's going to happen that is such a good question and i would not have expected that so all right so i've got these cards here uh this is the everyday witch tarot it's kind of a modern and fun take on things so that's why i wanted to bring them because they're fun 
So these cards, you know, actually the vibe that I'm getting right now is that I don't even want to shuffle them. I want you to shuffle these cards. Mix them up for me. I'm going to give it to Erin since she is our first house. Ooh, all right. Before Dude Man said that he was going to give me these cards, I already knew they were going to end up in my hands. Oh, did that fall out? All right, yep, leave that there. Temperance. Temperance. All right, I'll start thinking about that. Temperance is my card. Is it? Everyone has a card, and uh, is your... years ago when I first started studying tarot, um, Temperance is my card, so that was interesting that it fell out. That's so funny. Because Temperance is the one that represents me. Am I? Can I look at it anyways? Is that going to ruin anything? It's not going to ruin anything. That kind of looks it's like me. Actually, it's that kind of looks like me now that I'm looking it's at it. It's the Knight of Spades. I know it's the Knight of Spades. No, it's, it's the Knight of Swords. Doesn't that handsome young man look like me? Look at that hairdo. <laughs> you don't think that looks like I, I me? Think he does, yeah. This is fate. What does this mean usually? Anything oh, I, good? I don't okay, well, here, we'll just give all that back. That's, you know, Knights of Swords. I don't know, ominous. I suck at this, so I'm glad that we do this together. Boom, boom. I just mixed it up. And so I pulled the first one, and so that is me. Yes, we're ready. Hopefully, this is good for us. So this is our past, present, future spread. In the past, like you said, you pulled—I almost said the temptress. <laughs> that you are a temptress, aren't you? Uh, temperance. Now, temperance is the card of balance. The imagery on the card: we have a witch doing a yoga pose. She's doing tree pose, and she's balanced on one side of the table. She has carrots. She has water. She has a book on the other side. She has her tablet. She has a martini, and she has cupcakes. This is to show that everything has to happen in balance, including imbalance, because one of those cupcakes is on the floor, and the cat is just chowing down on it. So what I'm reading for this card for this podcast is you three people here all came together, and we have our, our wonderful camera woman in the background who came together, and you have Dude, all wow. these guests coming together. The energy that this podcast needs is already here, and it's from all these different sources. You're bouncing ideas off of each other, you're taking each other for examples, and you're going to learn as much from each other as you teach your audiences. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about a coming together of you all. And, you know, there's a thing in, uh, in Wicca and Paganism. There's the microcosm and there's the macrocosm. Uh, there's the above and below. And so this is the small world the people coming together to work on this podcast, which is gonna affect the big world, Buffalo as a whole, okay? That's just our past card though. So let's move on to the present. You Ooh, pulled- I'm scared, I'm scared. No, no, no. Yeah. So you pulled the Knight of Swords, okay? Absolutely. The Knight of Swords is, you saw him, he's riding a broomstick. He's riding with the hawks and the crows and the sparrows. He's got a sword pointing straight ahead and the cat hanging onto his broom is like, ah, what's happening? Uh, but he is dead set on his goal. So that means that this podcast is, as you already know, it's going straight forward. It's going lightning fast. The Knight of Swords is possibly one of the fastest cards in the deck. So everything's happening really fast. You're pointed at a goal. You've identified what you want to do, and you're doing it, and you're not letting any delays get in front of you. You have ideas coming up left and right. You know, you can't even grasp them all, but you're getting as many as you can out there. This is an insanely productive and pointed time for you all, and you're going to see a lot of real-world goals coming to fruition here because your eyes are on the prize. They haven't wavered. It might have might have taken you a bit to get your plans together, but as soon as you hit the gas, you haven't stopped. I feel like you haven't hit a bump in the road, or if you have, it hasn't slowed you down more than a mile an hour. Now, the last card here is the Hanged Man. Ooh, all, all of this... Oh, no, 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 no. 
No, this is all good, actually. Now, the Hanged Man, this might be... If there's a bad card in the spread, it's this one, but I don't believe in bad cards in tarot. You know, even the worst card has really good reason to be there. Now, this card here is the Hanged Man, so we're coming from a place where you're doing all this really quick work. Everything is coming together super quickly. Everything is happening all at once. Everything gets done. And then what? That's the Hanged Man. The hanged man is the part where you say, okay, we've been doing all this work, and now is the time not to do more work. Now is the time to wait. So once your work is done, get ready to wait, because you don't have to keep pushing it once it's out there. You know, yeah, do your promotions. This isn't to say be totally helpless, but the work you do right now is the most powerful part of the process. Once it's out there, let it be free and let it grow with the effort that you've already put into it. The hanged man is saying, all right, I did the work and now I'm ready to go within to introspect, to reflect, and to see what the fruits of my labor are. And then when it's time for me to come down from my hanging spot, when I'm ready to say, okay universe, you've had your fun, it's my turn again, then you'll step down. Then you'll be the key that unlocks your own stagnation because this part of time, it will turn from reflection to stagnation. That happens to everybody. But first it's gonna be important for you to let the fruits of your labor grow themselves. Let the work that you've done grow itself and spread out in the community. And then, after you've done your resting, after you've decided what you can do better next time, and you feel like you're stuck and you're itching to go, that's when you turn the key. And that's when you open the next door. Well, I guess that's been it for us this episode. I am your host, Ari Nicole. And I'm Kyle S. And I've been Dude Man. And this has been the Buffalo You Up podcast. Have a good rest of your week. And we will talk to you all again next next week. Thank you for listening to the Buffalo You Up podcast. I am your host, Ari Nicole. And I'm Kyle S. And I've been your third voice, Brian Dugan. And this has been the Buffalo You Up podcast. We are available on iTunes and Spotify. Please, if you haven't already, be sure to share this with your friends and family. And we hope you all have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you all again next next week. week.